So I just do a little snippet and be like, hey, this is what I this, this is what I like. But the beach from this this episode was actually our beach. Oh really? On is our beach. Wait, the one with the one which who's on? Mike is on our beach. Mike and his tribe is on our beach. Okay, so you saw Yeah, I saw the little sand staircase, which I hated. Um and the way the camera shot is, you can tell that's where our beach was at. So it was pretty cool to look at and be like, hey, I remember being there. I forgot that, you know, because it happened right after, they probably are using the, the same locations that they used for you guys, for the three tribes. Yeah, because it's already basically, once you throw the bamboo and stuff out, it looks like it's terrain. So it's already there. They already got the, the, the basically the well where we drunk water out of is already there. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of already set up. You just got to basically come in and build your actual, uh, where are we going to sleep at? Really, that's all you really don't want. And everything else is a matter of just a games play, just getting there, getting situated. It doesn't make a difference where you put it at. People think that if it's going to be in China, it makes a difference uh, to some extent based off the heat, based off the rain. Because this time you saw rain. Yeah, so there was a lot of rain this time. Yeah. So it rained probably every other night. Oh. Probably because we, we were praying for it, too. But it's got to um, be miserable, man. It's got to be absolutely miserable. When they vote you out, you don't care. (laughs) (laughs) You out there praying for rain. Please let there be rain tonight. (laughs) Hey, we got, Abraham, you got guns out today, man. Sun's out, guns out. I was out working out today. (laughs) This is when when you're part of the oldest players on Survivor. That's what it looks like. Oh, man. See, I'm working on it. I'll get there soon. You know, I'll get (laughs) there. (laughs) You need the other arm. Hey, I did give Mark a shout out for uh, winning Survivor Australia. I hope I hope he sees it. I I, I saw I saw that part. Yeah. So for the, for those that didn't see Survivor Australia, get some more people over on that side. Oh yes, definitely. If you guys haven't seen Survivor Australia, head on over to uh, this Facebook group. Uh, should I should say it right? It's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Andy's Facebook group. Yeah. Uh, head on over to drop. Your, is it drop your buffs or is that the spoiler one? No, drop your buffs is the. Uh, no, the tribe has spoken. That's the one you head on spoken. over to. That's yes. It. Head on over to the tribe has spoken on Facebook. Send them a request. It's a it's a group where you can watch all the international seasons of Survivor. And this group is no spoiler. So you won't see any spoilers on it. Um, and they have every season of New Zealand and Australia. So head on over and check that out and support them. They're really great. And we just we just celebrated the finale of Survivor Australia Blood versus Water. But Abraham, we gotta we're right back to work with season 42 of Survivor. Let me tell you something. I, I like when Survivor gets real. Jonathan, <laughs> he's like, I can't take it no more. Can anybody just can I get some peace and quiet? That's that is uh, really the game of Survivor that you also have to play. Yeah. You know you you know you irritate it. You know you don't want to hear another sound, but you're sitting there saying. I got to I got to hold on to it. I can't I can't just go off on anybody because you know what? That affects if you get voted out. Yeah, it definitely looks bad. It definitely looks bad on you. If Jonathan were to like kind of lose his cool there. But he's truly realizing with the rain and the voices that he is truly annoyed. And I was like, welcome to Survivor, (laughs) because we only as as fans, we only see 45 minutes. Jonathan gets the other 11 hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, 
It can't be easy. And and we're going to get to all that and so much more in this jam-packed episode that there was so much happening on every tribe. And I can't wait to talk about the tribes. Uh, I know we've already started, but I will just say, what's up, everybody? Good evening to you or good morning whenever you're listening to this. I am joined by Abraham again today. So, Abraham, good episode. We've got a lot to talk about today. We've got a lot of content to get through. You know, again, looking at it from the perspective of what we did in our season, 42 has carved out their season. This is this is their season. And the people make Survivor. No matter if the, you play the exact same games, you got the exact same twist, the people are going to make it different. And we're going to see that in some of the stuff with Roxroy and Lydia and Dan. I mean, they're just different. And we started Jonathan in the opener. Jonathan wants some peace and quiet. He's ain't getting it right now. <laughs> Well, that's what's so unique about the game Survivor. And this is why we all love it, is you can put exactly what you just said. You can put 18 people, two groups of 18, in the exact same game, the exact same twist, the exact same turns, and it's a completely different season. I mean, you look back to season 41 of Survivor, and there really wasn't a tribe that that we saw that hated each other, that couldn't stand each other. And so far, Abraham, we're getting on this season, all three tribes, they don't want anything to do with each other. They're all like, oh, we got to get to merge. I cannot take, every tribe is dealing with something different. Ika is dealing with rocks. Nobody, Tori and Roxroy cannot work together. And, and we see that Tori literally says, I will be the one who flips. I will not work with Roxroy. I have no interest in working with rocks. So you have that happening on the Ika tribe. On the uh, Taku tribe, you already said it, how Jonathan is losing his mind. And props to Jonathan because I love Marianne. I do. She's a kind soul. She's got a, an incredible heart. But she is a lot. She is. I'm one of those people that talk, 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 talk. And she is rubbing Jonathan the wrong way right now. She just talks a lot and is super energetic. And that can be tough for people on the island who are starving. And then Vatu, the Vatu tribe has been a mess since they got dropped off on the beach. I don't know what's going on with them. They are just a mess except for, well, except for High and Lydia who have risen to the top. So Abraham, it's really interesting to see these three tribes uh, full of completely different people from all walks of life. And they just, none of them can get along at the moment. Not a single one of them. I think this is the first episode. We really saw editings of all three tribes. Like you said, having something going on, just something that would play towards you getting voted out or just the social part of it. Just, they always say survivors is a social game. Well, they're being real unsociable with each other right about now. So you want to see somebody different because you, you got to think about it. You're living in that space with those same people 24-7. And now it's like, okay, we've been here for at least a week. We're not eating. If we give away another uh, immunity challenge, don't give out anything. <laughs> Except for the fish. Last week, we got the super big fish. I mean, but you got to kind of figure out how to maneuver that. You got to figure out how do I get back into somebody's good graces? Because here it is. It's different for this season and our season and their season is because it's only going to be a short amount of time, 26 days. Mm-hmm. You only have 26 days. So you're going to hit the ground running regardless. But at the same time, you still got to build relationships. 
when we when we talk about someone who has not hit the ground running and someone who has kind of struggled since the get go, and we're gonna get to him a little later on in the show here when we really get to the tail end of this episode. Um, Daniel, he's been complaining about his shoulder the entire time. And let me just tell you people, I am super impressed with Daniel because maybe it's just me, but I did. That's the injury I have. I completely dislocated my shoulder and I would not still be out there. Let me just tell you, I'm in so much pain. So I'm impressed with him, but Daniel keeps saying he can't do these challenges. Sorry. I can't help with these challenges. And we're going to get to that as well. Um, but here he goes. He goes out fishing because someone has to do it. So Daniel's like, I'll, I'll go out and fish. But he's been telling the tribe, I can't, you know, I can't do swimming challenges because it hurts too much. But he goes out to the reef and decides to fish. Abraham, that's got to that's got to rub people the wrong way. They have a reason to be pretty frustrated. there. Can I get some spray paint to put a target on his back? <laughs> you put a target on your own back by sitting out of challenges. But look, you're saying your, your arm is still hurting from the original injury it took when you originally got hurt. I'm going to need you to act like it. I'm going to need you to say, you know, it's, it's really hurting me. So once he went out there and he was fishing, all bets are off. You need to be back in the challenges because really, if the tribe loses a challenge, it's really no fault of your own. You're saying that it's not my fault because I sat out. But in actuality, then you didn't come back with any fish. Yeah. How, how are we doing this? We're not coming back with any fish. And... We're saying we hurt. So, no, I that's got to be the worst thing in the world. If you go out, that's why I would never go out fishing, because if you come back with no fish, you spend hours out there and you come back with nothing. It's got to look terrible to the tribe. It's got to anger look, the tribe. That little harpoon thing is hard enough on land. Yeah. Try doing it underwater. Oh, I, I wouldn't be able to. There's no way. And the, the current pushes you back and forth. So he's fine. So now <laughs> you just painted a target and then you didn't bring any fish back. So guess what? We're, we're, we're about to set you up for the okie doke. Who, who would you rather have as your fisherman? Would you rather have Daniel or Jonathan? I'm sorry. Was that a rhetorical question? <laughs> it was <laughs> obvious. It was obviously a rhetorical question. I knew exactly where you were going to go with that. Abraham. Man, hey, look, Jonathan is a fisherman. He came back <laughs> so, with what? Three or four fish. I mean, and, and look, Jonathan is a provider for the tribe. Jonathan is, is helping in challenges. And right now in the game of survivor, he's not a threat. He got a nice little alliance going on. He's not a threat. So you're not going to give it to Jonathan because we're going to see that if Jonathan wasn't playing the way he was playing, y'all have been voting somebody out. For sure. And, and Jonathan really has Omar to thank for really keeping him in this game because Omar points out the differences. Marianne and Jonathan, we, we covered it. They're starting to get into it. They're starting to get frustrated with one another. And Omar's like, this is the last thing we need for the group. This is not, I need Marianne and I need Jonathan to work this out. Whose fault, I, I will say, whose fault was it with the whole machete incident when they got into it? Because from what I saw, her foot was there. So here's the thing. <laughs> her foot was there, Abraham. That was close. I mean, it, it was close. It was close. <laughs> you kind of, you kind of chuck it up to be like, hey, let's, 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 let's try not to do that. <laughs> and keep it moving. Some things you try to move past. And that's one of those things you're like, let me move past as fast as possible. Oh, she was not moving past it though. Absolutely not. And Jonathan no. just Jonathan just looked at her and said, Well, how about you don't stand there? And I'm like, you can't yeah. say that, Jonathan. But here, here's the thing: that's that 24-7 thing. That's yep. not the 45 minute thing. I'm gonna call it the 24-7 versus the 45. Because 24-7. It probably was four hours leading up to that where he was like, why would you even come stand over here? 
Yeah. Why, why are you here? You know, I just wanted to do over here and have a little peace and quiet. But in the game of Survivor, peace and quiet is also deadly because you might just need to walk off and just kind of, you know, decompress. <laughs> oh, you're looking, you're looking for an idol, which we did see that happen. So you're looking for an idol. So it's like you, it's kind of like a rock and a hard place on some things. Well, let's get to the idol because over on the Ica tribe, Survivor fooled us. We were talking with Nasir last week and, you know, Nasir said, we all saw Tori read the potato line. It was not Tori. Tori did not read the potato line because it was Drea who found the idol with Romeo. Drea and Romeo have this relationship working right now. And I've been comparing it to Shannon Ricard. I think it's a great relationship. I think they're one of the best pairs in the game at the moment. Yes, Abraham. I think they're one of the best pairs at the moment. I think they, I think they really work and complement each other right now. Andrea needs an ally, especially because yeah. she didn't have a vote. So, and she's willing to work with uh, Romeo, which is a great combination. You're right. I think it's a great combination. Not sure how far they can go because uh, Romeo doesn't have anything. Drea has the extra vote. Drea has the beware uh, advantage. The amulet um, advantage. And the amulet. So Drea has a war chest. Romeo, <clears throat> his best move is... Let me play with her until I can't play with her anymore. Keep your keep your friends close, enemies closer. And if I'm Romeo right now, I'm looking at Drea. All right, you've got an extra vote. You've got an idol. It's actually an activated idol now, which we'll talk about that as well. Um, and you've got the amulet advantage, which uh, for those of you who don't remember, when all three are still in the game, it's an extra vote if played. When two are left in the game, it's a steal a vote. And if there's only one left in the game, it's a full idol. So if you look at it that way, Drea has two idols in the game right now. Two idols and an extra vote. And she is really playing aggressively. And having Romeo there is great for her game because that's just someone that she can rely on. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see how they play it because she is going to have to get Romeo out way before he even thinks about getting her out of this game if she's going to succeed. Well, you know what? I wish they'd have did a recap because the amulet, when it was found, it was so far back now. People have forgotten that she doesn't have it. She even has that amulet. Yeah. You know, just to recap to everybody, hey, here's what Drea has. But now we see Mike saying, hey, I'm going to tell the whole tribe. I, I, I got to be where advantage, but I got to say this. I got to say this passage in order for it to be activated. And Mike gives a grand speech. And I enjoyed the speech. <laughs> and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, Mike, why did you even tell the whole tribe? You trusted Dan. So let me rephrase that. You trusted Dan and then Dan told everybody else. <clears throat> well, the thing, the thing about Mike, he was thinking about not even saying the phrase. So he, he knows everyone on his tribe. Everyone on Vatu is aware of his, his idol and his situation, but Mike doesn't want anyone else in the game to know. He doesn't want anyone from Taku and he doesn't want anyone from Ika to know that he has this. So Mike literally talks about if the other two phrases are said, I might not say mine because I don't want anyone to know that I have it. Would that have been a bad decision for Mike? Because it definitely blew my mind. In a, in a Survivor newscasting room, yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you have an opportunity to shield yourself. You, you got to take it. And I, I like the way he played it. He was like, hey, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to wait for somebody else to say it. But once Drea said hers, Mike said, no, I, I, I need to, I need to say mine. So I know I'll have that. 
Now we know it's activated and Mike actually has his vote activated and Mike has his immunity item, which is, I thought he played it well. I wouldn't mm-hmm. have told anybody in the tribe that I was going to say either. I said, okay, it's going to be a game time decision. Hey, if I hear the other two, I'm going to activate it. Now, Drea is even better because that's the first time she had to say it. So really, only the people that know about it, which is everybody on the, in the season, that everybody knows the beware advantage is out there. So it's well, they kind don't. Of they don't know yeah. it's out there. No, they do know because think about it. At Mike's tribe, they all know they was waiting for a phrase. Yeah, okay, that's true, yeah. Now, go over to um, Drea tribe, Romeo, and them, the only two that knows. Mm-hmm. So they kept the secret on that tribe. But then you go back over to, uh, who has the other one? Um, uh, Marion, does anyone know on that tribe? I don't think anyone knows that. Mar- no, Mar- uh, Omar knows. Omar, so Marianne Omar knows. And I got to give kudos to Marianne. She's been faithful. That little bunny line does not make any <laughs> sense. No she, sense. <laughs> she said it for the fourth time. Um, and it took, you know, kudos to her. She just says it. She doesn't even try to integrate it. She's like, again, once again, it's bunnies in a mailbox, like I've been saying. Yeah. Um, and then Drea says her line in a in a decently good way. Uh, I, I saw someone on Twitter. Why is why is no one questioning her about potatoes? Because she's like, we found potatoes and it's just like, are potatoes like human skin? And like, I would be like, you do not have potatoes on your beach. There's no way you found a uh, potato. I know on the on the blue tribe for our season, they yeah. fantasize about food a lot. They used really? to have food thing, but they used to talk about food all the time. Here's the thing about it is nothing's going to ever make sense on Survivor. So you can say what you want to say. <laughs> say whatever you want <laughs> and no one, no one will care. And then we have Mike finally, who just, it was weird how he said it. He, he it was just, the most, he, he fumbled it. It was so fumbly. I was like, Mike, what are you talking about? He said, now, Jeff, Jeff, I have, Jeff, I have something to say. Back home, I teach soccer or I, uh, coach football during soccer season and he, I'm like it was just out of the blue and Jeff was even like alright then but this activates all three idols in the game um, so yeah. and, and they get them right before merge as well um, Abraham are you still a fan of having to activate you've been a fan from what I know of having to activate idols and actually have to work for them other than oh you found an idol I like the, I like the added twist I like the added twist to it because you just don't find an idol anymore. Now you got to play across the tribe lines and, and hopefully somebody on the other tribe is being just as proactive as you are to find an idol. Because you got to look at it. Drea and Romeo went and looked for it. They was out there looking for the idol versus where the other tribes like Marianne, she found hers. Um, and then you kind of see how everybody else goes out about looking for idols. But no, I, I like the twist. I don't like to be just <coughs> giving up. Well, this is the last season they can do this as well. Because moving yeah. forward in the game, if anyone says anything weird, it's going to be, okay, that person has an idol. Sorry for future Survivor players, maybe including myself. You better make sure you don't say anything weird or your name. <laughs> you're going to have a huge target on your back moving forward. <laughs> you talk about some broccolis on a tree, they'd be like, oh, he got Oh, it. he's got an idol. I might say something it. funny about clowns, and they're like, oh, he's got an idol. He's got an idol. So that's... Even- even this year's immunity idol, I'm like, did y'all run out of money? What happened? It's just a oh, it's, it's just, just like a, a couple of beads on a on a rope. That and then um, the immunity thing itself is a half a snake with a base to it. I'm like, 
Okay, that's cool, Abraham. That is cool. That's what I was going to say. They spent the entire budget on... That is probably one of my favorite uh, immunity idols of all time, that snake what? one. You don't like it? It, it looks like, awesome. It's really cool. I like the snake part. I think yeah. that's the great part. But why do I get the base? It's like, it's like okay, take the base. Well, you come second. You're the, you're, you're the best yeah, loser. The well, let's get to this challenge. It was a rope slingshot challenge. So basically, you start off, you have to climb over a rope obstacle. Um, then you have to uh, untie these three ropes with a slide puzzle, uh, which basically unlocked a key. You took the key. And then you had to use it to get a machete. You chopped through a rope, unleashing sandbags. And then you basically had to use a slingshot uh, to knock down three um, kind of totems on, on these poles. So let's let's talk this through here. First off, I got to say, um, let's see if I wrote it down here. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, uh, I did Well, some, yeah. But someone beasted up those ropes. It was Drea. That did you see how Drea pulled herself up those ropes? First of all, Drea jumped up there herself. She said, "No, I'm good. I'll get up there myself." That was, was like, impressive. Because look, you're tired. You're you're and you're trying to do the challenge. And hey, Jonathan, you might want to watch out because Drea got up there by herself. Well, it but came- she's also a fitness. She's a fitness person. Her, her background is fitness. So yeah, she. But that was still like I was like okay. Okay, Drea, we see you. And then it comes down to basically Rox wins it for the Ica tribe. They are safe tonight. And while Omar is still struggling at the slide puzzle, Vatu has all the time in the world. They knocked down one and they had all the time. And you see Jonathan's face. He is irate. He is pacing. He has his head in his hands. You can just see that he is trying not to lose it, but Omar is struggling, you know, saying, I'm sorry, guys, I'm sorry. Finally gets it, hands it over to Jonathan. Jonathan basically shoes everyone away, like, get out of my way. Hits the machete, hits it on one shot, gets the sandbags, and then proceeds to overtake Vatu to finish second. So Vatu is going back to tribal. Jonathan is... Incredible. I don't know if it's just because everyone else, and I'm sorry to everyone else on this cast. I don't know if it's because everyone else isn't as physically strong. Like I want to, well, I want to see is would Jonathan, even... would Jonathan be as good at challenges if it was kind of like the old casting seasons with people like Malcolm, with people like Ozzy, would he be as dominant or is he just dominant? Cause he's the one big guy out there. In this challenge, no, because Roxroy went up there, and it, basically what it comes down to is helping everybody get over the first part. If you get everybody on the first part, and if you look, if you go back and look at it, don't try to roll down the net. Just roll. And Jonathan told Marianne, just roll. Just keep rolling. Yeah. Roll down the net. Jump off the net. That saves you time. Now, when you have to untangle the lines to get the key, come on now. All you're doing is looking up. <laughs> the line and seeing which one is next and moving it oh so you said omar should have done better that job. omar should he should have won that one there should be no reason why it took him that long because it's it's really a simple puzzle in the sense that look up see where because you had lizzie say, telling him no yeah. to the right to the left my question is why you ain't go up there and do it because it was <laughs> obvious that that might not have been omar's cup of tea yeah now you had roxroy over here he's knocking it out roxroy is roxroy was really good now, here's why Mike Tribe didn't win. <laughs> Mike, you can't fall down between every shot. 
<laughs> hey, he Mike was selling out. out. He was. It was back to back weeks where we had very close finishes to a challenge, and yeah, Mike was Mike definitely fall. selling out there. I said, "Hey, you can't, you can't fall and get up, fall and get up." Because here's the problem: that's that's time being wasted. Yeah. So, and somebody got to realize, "Hey, let me jump in there." That's the thing about Survivor. Do you well, jump Chanel in? did. Chanel did jump in, and she she took like two shots. One of them didn't even get past the the platform. No, and Mike was out. like, <laughs> Mike was like, "Okay, I'm hopping right back on." And that's the thing about it is you 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 want to take that opportunity to show that hey I can support the team but know what your know what your skill sets is now we leave room for Jonathan to be able to come in and he's doing the same thing all you're doing is doing a slingshot sometimes it just takes a couple of sandbags to master it and figure out how it works but I think that was an even challenge across the board I think they just wasted too much time uh, it was it was definitely an exciting challenge to watch I know we were both freaking out about Jonathan. Um, and at the end of this, we are sending two people to, uh, this time I actually called it, um, extra vote Island is, is what I call it. So they send, uh, they end up picking Lydia from Vatu to go or not Vatu. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, Vatu. Sorry. They pick Lydia from the green tribe, whatever it's called. And then they also choose rocks. Roy Ika was the tribe choosing. They choose rocks to join Lydia on this expedition. Uh, I found, I, I keep hearing them say this. I think it's interesting. They aren't allowed to send anyone who has already been on an expedition or, an well, here's the thing. or whatever. Everybody that's gone has told you exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. So, so you should be expecting it. Yeah. So you, it's just a matter of, are you in a position where you can, you can, you can sacrifice your vote? That's all it really comes down to. Can I sacrifice my vote if I choose one way and the other person chooses the other way? Because as you see with their particular exchange, neither one of them, unlike the other one where they all said, hey, here's the reason what I'm going to do. And they made a decision and got the extra vote. That's how Drea got her extra vote. Those two, Rock Roy and them, <laughs> they, like, had, no. they had the most awkward conversations at the top. Yeah. They were they were dancing around each other. None of them wanted to answer truthfully. None of them wanted to give up anything about their game. Uh, for example, Rox would ask, "Okay, who do you think's going tonight?" Well, I don't know. It could be me. That's what Lydia said. And then Lydia would ask Rox about his position, and he would be. They were just very vague, and you can tell that they are two people who will not work together in this game because they just wanted nothing to do with each other. And sometimes you just overplay the game. You're over. You just you're playing way too hard at certain times. And if they had been a little more honest, they both could have came out there. With, well, one of them would have came out with the extra vote. Um, and right now, neither one of them needed it. That was only good. That's the only good thing that came out of that trip. I don't know why Rocks didn't risk. I understand. I agree with Lydia protecting her vote. It makes no sense uh, for future Survivor players. If you're if you ever go to Extra Vote Island and you're going to Tribal that night, why would you take the risk? and risk your vote like votes are so important at tribal um so i understand why lydia didn't choose to risk her vote but rocks really has nothing to lose we know that people are frustrated with rocks so i could maybe see that side of things but if i'm rocks i know lydia is going to tribal council tonight and i'm thinking that why would she risk her vote and i would definitely be risking my vote to get an extra vote and that's analogy that you didn't have to have anybody talk about yeah, we know. And that's the thing about it is go there understanding what your position is. Roxroy, you didn't have to go that night to vote. So you could have risked your vote that night. 
Yeah. Lydia, she, oh, you're going to travel council. Why would you risk your vote? You're going to need it. I mean, and that was a perfect scenario for him to capitalize on. But again, like I said, sometimes you just overplay the game. It's, I mean, it's easy for us again, Abraham, to be sitting on our couches and, uh, <laughs> I know better than anybody. <laughs> that's so, fair. Yeah. That's fair. Give me that shot in the back. One thing I, I never want to do, I never want to climb up that hill. That is a, a bucket list item I do not have on my survivor bucket list. Let me tell you something, man. Not only is that hill long and, and, and it's long, it's hot. All he did was carve a path in the jungle, so it's hot. And don't let the sun be beating you No down. trees. Like, I didn't see any trees on that no. track up. <laughs> no, you out in the sun. And, and the jungle itself emits heat. And you're just, your, your water bucket, when you got your water, your, your water thing is heavy. And you got your backpack and you're just lugging up this hill. And then you get to the top. Don't get me wrong now. It is a beautiful scene. It is, man. If you ever Oh, I bet it's gorgeous. I bet it's, it's absolutely gorgeous. Beautiful. And you take that in. That's a moment that you remember. But you wish you could get an elevator going down. I guarantee it. Yeah. Do you think it's harder to go up or to come down? To go up. Okay. Yeah. Going up is definitely going to be the work. Coming down, I, you just got to skip it. You're going to skip down to the boat. Well, that's fair. <laughs> but I would already be like insanely tired. So, yeah, just to give you guys a recap before we get to the actual talking and what Vatu is planning on doing for Tribal. Uh, so it was Ika and Taku, orange and blue, to win um, immunity. And then it was uh, Vatu, the green tribe, who's going to be going to tribal council. And then, yes, uh, both Lydia and Rox protected their vote on an extra vote island. So none of them get an extra vote, but they are all good and they keep their vote. So it was just anticlimactic. But let's get to Abraham. Let's get to uh, Vatu and how chaotic this tribe has been. This might be the most chaotic tribe I've ever seen. So we get back from the challenge and Daniel right away says, Hey, I know my name's on the chopping block. Uh, yeah, your name's on the chopping block. You've sat out more than Sandra. Okay. Like not literally, but yeah, it's getting, you can see it on their faces. They're starting to get annoyed of it. Um, and he's like, I'd like to talk to everyone. And everyone's like, okay, yeah, that's fair. And then Chanel says, I think my name's also on the chopping block. I'd like to talk to everyone. So it basically sets up for Daniel or Chanel. Uh, one of them is going home tonight and Daniel, uh, not Daniel, sorry. We still have high and Lydia who are really close. And it's insane to see from the first tribal to now how they've completely taken over that tribe. They are completely running it. And Mike is sort of in the middle. Um, he believes that he's tight with high and Lydia, but I think they're just dragging him along. So Abraham, what was your opinion watching a uh, Vatu really work out who to vote for here? You know, when you, they, first of all, they take Lydia out for a little while. She comes back and you see the chaotic scramble to pass information on and make a decision. Now, everybody really had Daniel as their target because Lydia, he was, he voted for, her. he voted for. Oh, I thought uh, it was hilarious when Daniel was like, Hey, I know I voted for you. Why are you bringing that up? <laughs> Don't remind her. You told Mike, well, I lied to you, Mike. And Mike will say, he said a lot. I lied to you a lot, Mike. So Mike is not there to vote for you. Mm-hmm. So now you're looking at Chanel who she's going to vote. I'm thinking she's going to vote Daniel because Daniel's going to vote her. That's what so that's I thought. Yeah. Vote. That's going to nullify itself. I said, okay, well, I see that coming. Uh, but we were, it's a twist in there. But <laughs> it's the most interesting time before you got to go to tribal because now you got to make a decision. 
to me, it was a clear-cut vote for Danny. I was surprised that it even came down to what it did. I thought it was clear-cut. <clears throat> oh, I was, uh, I was sweating bullets, Abraham, because for those of you who don't know, my, we make winner picks every year um, or every season now for who we think is going to win the entire game. And our winner picks for Survivor Australia, my winner pick, Brianna, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, just skip past this part. She goes off. She goes out number two in the game. So I'm sitting here thinking, and I'm looking at my family and saying this, am I going to be the first one to, out of the gang here, me, Abraham, Will, and Dylan, to lose my winner vote first before anyone else? I'm like, really? Is this going to happen here? Look, hey, it happens on Survivor, man. This is it. It's unpredictable. I tweeted, too. I said it would be a very poor decision for the tribe if they decide to vote Daniel instead of Chanel here. And I'll just say their whole reasoning for wanting to vote Daniel is they were annoyed of him. He's kind of is all over the place. He's not doing challenges, but they didn't want to keep Chanel because they don't trust her. What is Chanel? I'm really wondering abraham i know there's a lot we don't see but what has chanel done to force you to not trust her other than that lydia vote because it's like they almost forgot that daniel was really the whole like flip-flopper in that situation this is their real personalities so we go back to who gonna be petty this night because <laughs> You didn't really have a good reason. It's just that you felt like you couldn't trust her. And I mean, who can you trust after five days of knowing her for real? I've known you for five days. Really, I don't trust you. I'm just trying to see something I can use against you or use to my benefit. So not trusting Chanel sounds good as a reason for why you're about to do what you're about to do. And some people need something to make them feel good about what they're going to do because it really is a bad move. Daniel, Daniel blew up his own game. He, he, he deserved to go because he blew his whole game up. And then how he went about trying to repair it didn't work. You out here fishing, but you're not in challenges. You should have been in the challenges. You should yeah. ensure that your team won the last challenge because you knew you might be on the chopping block. And you should have been saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to try to make it to merge, but the only way we're going to do that is we win. Because they might have won. Because then if you had him with a good shoulder or the shoulder he said was bad, he might have been able to hit the targets better than Mike Fallen. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, so, is it is it too early in the game to be focusing on? Oh, I can't trust this person. Is it too early for that? Should you just, in, especially in a tribe? I know it sounds weird, but in a tribe with just six people, should we really just be focusing on keeping the tribe strong and getting to merge? Because you know the merge is going to come. They even said they know it's going to come any day now. You probably want to go back to my season when I said the same thing, guy. <laughs> And guess what? It, it, it didn't work for me. <laughs> I said, hey, look, everybody has their own agenda in Survivor. Everybody. So yeah. if you look at it and say, hey, I want to keep this tribe strong compared to the other two tribes, Mike and their tribe are the weakest tribe. Because if you vote Mike out or you vote Dan out, that's it. Yeah. You're, and it's not, it's not just that you can't physically compete against the other two tribes. But do you think it took any of that in consideration? No. Well, it might not even matter now because you don't if you don't have Jonathan on your tribe, there's no chance, which Jonathan is painting on the flip side of things. If you are a physical player like Jonathan, he's got probably the biggest target on his back in this game right now. Like, I don't, I don't see how he can make it far and merge at all. He's good right now. 
because you're not competing against anybody as an individual. So it's just a tribe. So he's good right now. He's going to make an emerge, no question. We're going to see that anyway. I think that he's going to do pretty well in the overall because whoever Jonathan has an alliance with, they know that they can count on Jonathan. But here's the thing about it is individual immunity is a little different because now only one person gets the opportunity to protect themselves, except for the other three that has immunity items. Mm -hmm. So you have four people that can potentially protect themselves doing for the remainder of the votes. We just got to see how it plays out. I'm just saying the other two tribes have already mentioned, man, we wish we had a Jonathan on our tribe. And thanks to Jonathan, they got to be getting, it's got to be frustrating to look over. You're about to beat that tribe. And here comes Jonathan. Hey, you trying to get Jonathan on your side or are you trying to, you trying to work with him? There's other people that can go before Jonathan goes. So it's going to be interesting to see how they determine who's going to be next. Once we go through the merge and we have our first individual immunity challenge, Let's see who's going to be the one to go. Because Jonathan is, is physically dominating right now, but every challenge that we see is not physical. The, the puzzles, the puzzles are definitely going to hurt him. <laughs> Look, the puzzles, <laughs> we might be like, oh, we'll test that puzzle guy. Yeah, I'm not a puzzle guy myself. So uh, I, I understand that. Uh, but getting to Tribal Council now, the Vatu Tribal Council, uh, this is the second Tribal Council for Vatu. And both of them have been a chaotic mess. You have Daniel talking about the most random stuff in the world. He, it is very heartwarm, heartwarming, excuse me, um, to say, you know, I think Mike is in this for the long haul with everyone. I think this is a new family for Mike. Um, but then he starts going on about Mike's age. And it just got really, I was like, Daniel, what are you talking about? Is that a compliment or a backhanded compliment? Um, he says it like three it, times. I hope I live longer than Mike. I, I don't know what exactly uh, Daniel does in law, but I, I thought he would be a better speaker when it came to swaying people. Let's put it that way. I figured his background, just like Tori's and she's in, um, what is she, a therapist of some sort? Yeah. yeah. I kind of figured she would be a little better in swaying people, but Tori's bad. Well, you're too wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to say anything else about that. Uh, yeah. So when Daniel was talking, I'm like, why are you, why are you backhand stopping Mike for being older? And you need Mike to say, okay, well, I'm not going to vote for Daniel. I, th- I think I feel pretty good about it. Cause he's shown that he could go either way. We never really see what direction he wants to go in as far as a vote. You know, he says, Hey, I'll vote for whoever. Okay. Well, let's see what happens. Well, then you have Chanel. I thought this was a great move on Chanel's part um, because when she started talking, I'm like, you got to watch what you say here because he just gave that huge speech. You don't want it to do yourself in here. And she pointed out, she's like, look, this is Daniel playing the game. It's all nice and everything, but he's, he's really just patting Mike on the back to try to get votes. And I was like, okay. Cause I believed her. I was thinking the exact same thing. I think he was Brown nosing is what I and thought the entire it, time. Keep it simple. When you're in this, when you're in the hot seat and you know, Jeff be getting you too, man, Jeff be asking all <laughs> kinds of questions. And you kind of you want to duck out on every question Jeff asks because your your answer has to be so calculated and you're tired and you like, man, Jeff, just don't ask me a question. And now you, you're sitting there saying, OK, Lydia doesn't have to say anything. She's just kind of sitting there relaxing and they're just waiting because now who are you going to vote for? I thought the way and I had to look to the end. I had to wait till they play to see who voted for who. Yeah, I was 
who voted for Mike? It was it was mind boggling. I thought Chanel. I was sold that Chanel was going home. That's where I thought the votes were going. Uh, and Jeff starts reading the votes. He says one vote Mike, one or sorry, one vote Daniel, one vote Chanel, one vote Chanel. And instantly, I look at my at my parents or my mom, yeah. And I look over and I'm like, okay, this is this is going to be Chanel. My winner pick is going out here, which sucks. And then they say Daniel. And then I'm like, okay, I think Daniel's going yeah. home. And then you see Mike, which it came out of left field. And I'm like, who the hell, pardon my, <laughs> pardon that, but who the heck voted Mike? It came out of that, nowhere. That was a good play. Okay, explain it to me because I'm still so confused by it. Mike didn't expect him to be on the chopping block for anything. So Mike didn't expect to get any votes. They already knew that it was going to come down to Chanel and it was going to come down to Daniel. So Mike and the rest of them were like, okay, well, we're just going to go ahead and vote. So I was like, well, Chanel, I would have never thought would have voted for Mike. Never. I thought it was Lydia, as did my yeah. family. We all thought it was Lydia. Because I said, you know what? Chanel is going to vote for Daniel, and that's going to cancel out those two votes. And it's going to determine out of the other three who they want to go home with. So I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. I didn't think Chanel was going to lose anyway. But when it came down, I said, wait a minute, it's Mike. Okay, now you got to go back and re-vote. And then they still got Daniel. Yeah, Mike and Chanel, uh, sorry, Daniel and Chanel couldn't have voted because they would have just voted for each other, canceled out. And then all three voted for uh, Daniel and sent him packing. Um, before we get into who voted who, Daniel never got his his feet on the ground in this game. He was too, uh, this is what I'm going to remember Daniel for. He was too all over the place. I felt like he was too flippy floppy, too wishy-washy, whatever you want to say. Um, he's a great guy who just never got his foot really going. And he, he was too all over the place for the game of survivor. Yeah. He just never settled into it. I mean, you, you, he could have said less at the last tribal council which would have been a lot of justice here. Yeah. But, and you had an opportunity to change your vote, but you didn't. And then when you change your vote, everybody that you alienated wasn't going to vote for you anyway. And he thought they, that they, high, he thought high and Lydia would just forgive it and be like, hey, we're, we'll work with you now, which they didn't, obviously. You already painted on your back that you was the biggest snake in the grass and you didn't, and you've been sitting out challenges and you've been fishing. And that's what you have the whole remainder of the tribe watching you fish. And they're sitting there like, wait, I thought your shoulder was bad, but you can go out there and fish. And then you don't bring back any fish. So you're not a provider. You're just hanging on the water. Did, it, it was, it was an interesting dynamics at that tribal council. So you think they made the right decision keeping Chanel over Daniel? Because I could see both sides, but you know my opinion. And I said, Chanel is still someone you can work with. I don't see Chanel being that big of a threat or that flippy floppy person kind of like what daniel is i think mike and chanel don't work together i think chanel ain't gonna never say, yeah i don't think chanel is gonna ever say what happened until you see it on tv which we just saw but i think <laughs> at the end of it because mike and her have a better relationship mike was like hey but daniel daniel dusted mike off and then he said he was old and he probably gonna die before he dies i was like what are you talking about you just not even yeah. being so I really like the way they just kind of said, okay, Daniel, you, you got to go. Because we didn't know um, there's going to be a merge next week. It was like, okay, let's see who get voted out next week. 
It, it, it definitely feels early, but I will say, so the votes went, we were all wondering who voted Mike. If you didn't pick up while Abraham was talking there, it was Chanel. Chanel voted Mike, which is crazy because if she stuck with Daniel, Daniel, we wouldn't even have to revote. Daniel would have went home. But Mike, yeah, Mike, it wouldn't told, be exciting. It, true, but Mike also told Chanel, I kept my promise. Someone voted for me. His promise was he told Chanel, I'll vote with you. I'm voting Daniel. I promise. And Mike broke his promise and voted with Chanel. So it was actually High and Lydia who decided that they'd rather keep Chanel in the game than Mike or than Daniel. Excuse me. Here's the thing. Chanel doesn't look guilty of it at all. She doesn't. She could definitely paint someone. So now when you go back, Mike will have in the back of his mind. Was it High and Lydia that casted the vote for me? And that little fracture is all you need to keep Hyde, I'm um, keep Mike and, and Chanel together. Just that Chanel, little fracture. Because Chanel has a composing argument too. She could just say, Why would I vote for you, Mike? We knew it was either me or Daniel. So why would I have voted for you? You don't have to say anything. Yeah. That's the beauty yeah. of the game of Survivor. Just let it spin out of control by itself. And you know, when you're talking to Mike, you're like, look, Mike, I have to vote for Daniel because I know he's voting for me. So I wanted to cancel that out. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense it makes complete sense so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out next week do you expect daniel to be someone to come back and play the game no <laughs> i I, no. I don't either and i'm, I'm very no. sorry to say that daniel but it, it was a pleasure hearing his story and how he overcame leukemia and stuff and where he well, was and now i'll say because i think it's funny uh i think his shoulder may not be able to hold up to it really yeah, he got injured in the very first part of the game, and it's just it's it's one of those injuries where your shoulder can, it can still bother him. So, and I just don't think Daniel just had the I don't know if he had his had a good time. Yeah, well, tell me about the shoulder thing. They told me they said for the rest of your life it's going to pop out here and there. That's just what happens when you uh, when you dislocate it. Yeah, but you know you pop it back in. Look, look what I forgot her name, but she popped hers out in the challenge. Oh, and it's they painful. Right back in and went on about her business. Oh, it is so painful. I've never <laughs> had a worse pain. Uh, my pain tolerance is also a joke, but it was so painful. <laughs> Randy said, "I need some aspirins. I need some. I need some Advil." No, oh, I need it that. took a it took a lot in the ER that night to get me to stop screaming. I'll say that I was in so much pain. Now I did a little bit more than just dislocate it. I had some broken stuff and torn ligaments too, but it was a lot of pain. I was worried about Randy. I said, what happened to him? <laughs> that pitch you sent out, I said, oh, somebody who hit him, got him. So, I hit them, like Abraham says, I'll send them a message about when we're doing the podcast. And that was on Wednesday night. Like we were supposed to do our podcast that night after Survivor aired. And I, I already talked to them. I said, hey, we're getting on after the show tonight. And I sent them a message of me in the ER. I have all this stuff hooked up to me. And I was like, hey, guys, we're not, uh, we're not doing the podcast tonight. A, a true Survivor podcaster would have done it from his bed in the hospital. Ah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> On his phone, shaking. Yes, I, this is a Survivor podcast. <laughs> I would have had to be muted the entire time, Abraham. I I almost made you or Will host the show because I'm like, <laughs> I I'm not doing this. But let's go ahead and talk about next week's episode. We are merging. Uh, are we? We don't uh, know. It, it looks, looks like... like- Feels like a merge. It looks like we're doing the same thing we did last year again, where it's going to be a partial merge, you know, split them up in the two tribes, whichever tribe wins, they make the merge, whichever tribe doesn't win, they don't. 
Just please, please don't bring the hourglass back. Man, quit. look, you know the hourglass is coming back. Quit playing. No. <laughs> look, look, they didn't get ingenious. We was all at the same time. Uh, it's coming back. The question is, how will it be played? That's the question. How well, will it be played? If it's played the same, Abraham, it's a no-brainer play. It's why would anyone – you can smash it and, you know, change what happened and then you're going to the merge, but then you send everyone else to tribal, or you can not smash it and you go to tribal. Like, why would you Here's not smash it? And all the, and look, we've already seen how some people play. So let's say you, you, you got an immunity necklace. You don't care. You, you just you're gonna you can garner some loyalty by not switching it. So it it, it all depends on how you want to play it. That and that's how I said that's the X factor survivor. Every person gets to make a change that impacts the way the game is played. So this time they might not do it. They may say, "Oh, you know what? We're not going to change. The winners are the winners." And be like, "Now let's move on, everybody." <laughs> but if I had immunity, I'd be like, "Hey, let's let it happen. Let's see what happens." Because I got immunity, I'm not concerned about it. Unless I don't want to play it this early, because it will be real early. So it, it, it's all depends. We're gonna have to. We're really gonna have to see because it's a two-hour episode. What really unfolds? Two-hour episode, which means even longer podcast for us, and I'm very excited. Um, how do you? One, are you enjoying the season thus far? Right before we get to the merge, do you think it's been a great season? And two, we are now getting to where the game really begins. Um, so who has really caught your eye, Abraham? Who is kind of interesting to you right now? Well, I mean, it's a two-part thing. One is nostalgic and, and surreal to realize I was there last season. And this is the team that came in after us that's participating in the season that we're seeing now. So it's kind of cool to be able to see some of the different locations or to see something unfold that I was a part of doing my season. Who caught my eye? You know, Jonathan is, is, is right there. Um, I like um, I like Hyde. I, I want to see how he's going to play. I like Drea. Uh, you got I your like winner Meredith. pick, Lindsay. I like I, I like Lindsay. We really editing wise, we really haven't seen Lindsay. Yeah. Except for the first episode where she had to run back and forth and she took off like a bullet. <laughs> we really haven't seen a lot of Lindsay. You know, so let's see how the editing goes after the merge. But I also like Marianne because where somebody may be irritated with Marianne, somebody else may love Marianne. And she right now, she's not a threat, but Marianne also has a beware advantage. She so, does, yes. Yeah. She's got an idol now. There's three so, idols in play that just got activated by Mike, Drea, and Marianne. And then Drea has the amulet advantage and an extra vote. And I can't remember off the top of my head if anybody else has an extra vote. No, Marianne has an extra vote. Marianne, yes. Marianne has an extra vote. So she has he, she has some bargaining chips. So I, I like to see how those particular ones go forward. Uh, I think that the rocks roaring them, I think they're going to implode on themselves. <laughs> It'll come. It'll come. I'd like to see Jonathan and rocks work together. I want to see that duo oh, or whatever. Yeah, I think it'd be a fun duo. Uh, I really am enjoying Jonathan. Um, I, I want him to make it far, but I don't think he is just because of how much of a challenge beast he is. I'm like, ah, I just don't see it. They're going to vote him out the I'm, first chance they get. I'm going to hold off and say, I like Jonathan. I think Jonathan's going to go far. I think I he's going to make it down there. I think it's going to, I'm going to put him in the last four. Really? Last yeah. four? You don't think the first immunity challenge he loses, they're going to be like, we got to get Jonathan out because he'll just beat us all the way? 
Granted, season 42 is not season 41. Yeah. Keep the four. Keep the one. Keep the two. I don't think I don't think they can do it, man. I don't think they can do it. I don't, I don't think they see it as we see it because we're looking at it, but I don't think they see Jonathan as a big threat. I think they see Jonathan as a guy that works well on the team and they're gonna put him on their team and ride him. So if I'm gonna ride Jonathan, I'm gonna keep him around to about fourth or fifth, and then I'm gonna get rid of him. I think Romeo is also playing uh, a very sneaky, strong game at the moment as well. Yeah, I, I think, but I think he's going to have to align with somebody. I think Drea has an opportunity to play a very good game. And I look forward to see how hers kind of plays out. And that's going to be pretty interesting because everybody has a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Everybody that has an immunity idol has extra stuff. Now, I want to see how they played in their season versus how it was played in our season. Where we saw Xander take his immunity out to the very last tribal council. Nobody voted him out before that. <laughs> it's, it's, it all comes down, Abraham, and we know this too with Survivor. It all comes down to when you play the advantages and if you play them right. So it's going to be interesting to see if Drea can use them the right way. Because if she can, oh, she's got a strong game going right now. If she oh, can yeah. make it to the <laughs> end. That, that's going to be, that's going to, these next, this episode for two hours is going to be really good too. I expect this going to be really good. And the episode after that is going to set up how this season is going to continue to go. We'll see two hours coming up next week, and then we'll go back to the regular scheduled program in 45 minutes, and we'll see exactly how the remainder of the season is going to go. I'm looking forward to it. It is, it's merge season. I mean, you that is like Christmas morning for Survivor fans. That wraps it up for us here at the Survivor Now podcast. Uh, before we really end this thing, I do want to go ahead and say, go check out our YouTube page, Survivor Now podcast. There's a ton of interviews that just went over there with the final four of Survivor Australia, blood versus water. Go follow us on Instagram at Survivor Now podcast. Also in our Instagram bio, there's a link to the torchies for Survivor Australia Blood versus Water. It's the awards thing that we do. So make sure to go vote on those you have until Sunday to put your votes in Sunday at midnight for uh, people in the U.S. and Monday uh, at 11 a.m. I think it is for people in Australia is when the polls close for that voting. Uh, well, and that's then, the Australia poll. Have you voted, Abraham? I have not. I'm going I'm to go out and take care of it. I'm, you you got to let me know who you vote for because I'm going to be curious, <laughs> at least afterwards. And then go check us out on Twitter at Survivor Now Podcast. You can catch Abraham on Instagram. Go follow my man Abraham here. Abraham, you want to say your Instagram, man? It's going to be Abraham underscore 99 underscore 99. Hey, we're still waiting for that live stream, by the way. I know you said it was coming. <laughs> we're still waiting. I got You know what? I got so excited once I got past a thousand. I was like, I, I didn't go back. <laughs> So uh, I'm going to stick to my promise. I'm going to do a live stream. Our man Abraham here is also doing a Hearts of Reality uh, special event in December. So keep tabs with him on that. We're very excited to see that uh, and, and hear about it, I guess. I, I can't wait to hear, like, what's it like. If I don't get to go, I'd love to join. That's, that's gonna be, I'm looking forward to that myself. Uh, but thanks again, guys, for listening. You'll catch us here next week. We don't know when. It is a special two-hour episode, so we'll see if we stay up late or if we just push back to Thursday. There's some awesome interviews coming up as well next Tuesday. I'm interviewing Mila Goodchild, uh, the daughter of Juicy Dave and the sister of Crazy Brianna. Or Brianna. Uh, so I'm excited for that. 
Abraham, do you have anything else to, to say to everyone before we hop off here? Keep on Survivor. Uh, your next week's guest is also a Duke Blue Devil. My cousin's a Duke Blue Devil. So, hey, look, go Duke. What? Go Duke? You didn't tell me that, man. I learned something new every day from this man. I, uh, he's, I, a, he's a graduate of Duke. Now he's in um, uh, law school in D.C. Wow. I love the relationship that Abraham and I have made through through this bonding experience, which is Survivor, which is what is amazing about the show. The show brings people together, man. You just never know who's going to be together. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week. Have a great night, everyone. Thank you.